What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is KJ Hill, and you're listening to us on Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here, of course, with the Trash Man on a what, Thursday afternoon, going over some news from a industry mock draft, a 2020 mock draft for SiriusXM that I took uh, part in on Tuesday night with some really good industry folks and kind of gave me some ideas as far as the best ball cheat sheet, ways we, sh- we can be leveraging ADP right now. Also, we can talk about the prospects, the wide receiver prospects, KJ Hill and James Prochet, as we round out the breakdowns of these senior bowl wide receivers and get into some of these juniors. Again, I'm Alex Dunlap here with the Trash Man. Find all of our content at rosterwatch.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, Twitch, you can always find the podcast and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are heard. Trash Man, what the hell's going on, brother? Not too much. Just repping some Oilers gear today. Yeah, kind of see that wintry out, kind of cold. So I thought I'd break out. I'm, I've been moving, so you know a lot of these, a lot of this clothing that I haven't seen in a long time is making a making a reappearance. You always like the cl- you always like your clothing to have a little bit of a mothball smell to it, anyway, don't you? A little bit of that trash man musk. <laughs> a little yeah, bit of that I mean, musk. The ladies love it. No, I'm not. Well, it's crazy that they actually that's crazy. They actually probably do. And it's disturbing to me as as can be. But um, <laughs> it's awesome. There's some what, things, what can I say? There's there's some things in this life that you just figure like, fuck, man. Like, it's just there's some things I understand. There's some things I get. There's some things I just don't get. And that's something I just don't get, man. The, the women flock to trash man and his disgusting musk. Um, what do you think about this, Jameis Winston? He's he's, he's he he got LASIK surgery. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Philip Rivers is looks like he's on his way in. Do you think he'll go there? I've been hearing more and more that he might go to the Colts. That, that the Colts are after him. That that's where he needs to go. The offensive line. You're gonna go to the. I mean, come on, dude. You go from one bad offensive line to the next. I think well, I think he'll go wherever somebody lets him start. I do you think it'll be something about letting him start? I think he's going to be able to choose Philip Rivers. I think he'll be. Able to I choose mean, Rivers. is he that good anymore? I don't think he's an elite quarterback anymore. I mean, he's thirty. Was he thirty-seven? He's what? Was he got nine kids now? You get nine kids, he's, that takes a lot out of you, <laughs> dude. Like I, I, who threw more touchdowns than him besides Jameis Winston? Maybe. Um, I mean, more interceptions. Maybe it was. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I mean, I he could, might have been second, second in the league in interceptions. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, I can just, might as well just look it up because it's, we're such a such a professional podcast here that we have this information ready to go. So interceptions last year, Baker Mayfield threw 21. So he was in second okay. place. Philip Rivers in third place, though. 20 picks last season. Baker Mayfield, 22 and 22 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. He doesn't he sure get as much shit as Jameis, does he? Doesn't. Sure doesn't. I don't know. Maybe you, maybe another year under his belt, and he might. Have, have you heard about Baker's most most recent exploits back behind some kind of Trader Joe's or something like that, where he's been solic- soliciting certain activities with young women around the city of Cleveland? No. I oh, dude, not. this girl went on this this girl went on public radio with a very very skimpy looking outfit on, claiming that she basically Mayfield. Uh, she claims that Mayfield blocked her on Twitter. And she got pissed off about it because, you know, that was the way he'd originally apparently reached out to her. And so after he blocked her, she's like, oh, no, like, I'm going to go get him. So she's talking about, you know, one thing led to another in the back of his Range Rover behind some weird store. (laughs) He's like something in between like that. He's like he's like a uh, Johnny football meets Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, something. Well, something, man. I hate to say it, man, because the kids from here from my neighborhood, you know, like the place where I, it's funny. One of the two, like, um, I think some of the teachers at my kids' school, like, were you know, like their parents of like family that he like he would grow up with. You know what I mean? So, I've, well, I've, you get you, you get your you get your Nick Foles and your Drew Brees. Sometimes you get your Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's know? true. Well, diff, <laughs> different schools, diff, different schools. We're talking Westlake High School versus Lake Travis, but it's all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, but so no, no. Uh, you don't think that this um, after the years of squinting that this is going to help Jameis? I think Jameis's problem it's it's a decision making problem. I don't know that it's a vision problem. Uh, well, I mean, doesn't your vision and the fit like the like the key points of information that you get from your vision lead to the synapses inside your brain that cause the decision? Uh, it could. It's a, it, it very well could. I don't think it, I don't think it's a given in his case. It's a chicken egg deal. It's mm. like the stuff about like it's the stuff about free will that all these intellectuals talk about. Does it exist? Oh, do you not think it does? <laughs> I just don't understand how it does. I mean, to me, when people start, start talking about the, the idea that maybe free will doesn't exist, my eyes glaze over and I say, how the fuck could this not exist? You know, they're like, what you're talking about is just too far over my head. Yeah, I've heard some interesting arguments, but I don't, I don't really I, buy into them. I'm not sure I call it interesting. I had uh, I I had I on 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 my on my own free will I took part in a mock draft for SiriusXM on Tuesday night I uh, I don't think we're allowed to go over the results of it because those are fucking state secrets apparently they need to be guarded tooth and claw but um I was really told you know I I can't give those out because I guess it would spoil the broad they're gonna have a broadcast breaking it all down with Matt Camp and Joe Dole. And I believe that's Thursday. So tonight, Thursday, Thursday night, Series X and fantasy sports radio, I think 7 PM central eight Eastern. But what I did trash man, and maybe I'll just share this here. I'll share this link with you. I, I don't know if I already sh- No, I haven't. So I'm going to give you, it's just in a Google sheet. I'm going to share this with you real quick. So you can have it to look at, because what I did was here on this, be- this sort of skeleton of the best ball cheat sheet, 
and our listeners and viewers know what the best ball cheat sheet is or what the draft cheat sheets are. I'm testing them right now because, you know, we need to get this thing up and ready for, for uh, best ball drafts. Um, usually by, by the time of the combine, that's usually the, uh, the time that I set for myself for this. And so what I did was I just made notes on here and trash me. What I did is I color coded in red, the players who went later than I was expecting based on their kind of early ADPs and where I have them sort of slotted as far as where I think that the value exists uh, right now in drafts. But you know, I'm, so, I'm, I'm just going to share this page. Let me just share this page so people who are watching can uh, listen. Let's see. Do we have do we do we have Trash Man back? Did we lose you for a second there, buddy? Yeah, I'm back. Um, all right. So let me just share this page. Share screen, uh, share a tab, best ball cheat sheet, share. Okay, so when you look at this, you can kind of see that there are these guys here that I marked in red the guys that went later than I would have imagined, and I marked in blue the guys that went earlier than I had imagined. And it's weird because when you just look at it in general, trash. there, there, there are these tiers, right? right? It's like there's a whole tier right here that kind of went – you know, that people weren't as, as, uh, you know, appealing to people. And then this whole tier here, that seems like it was much more, much more appealing to people as far as where they went. And a similar thing happened right down here with the, mainly with these quarterbacks. Hmm. Uh, and then, and then uh, certainly these quarterbacks and everything, but then, you know, some of these, you know, so I, I kind of want to go over some of these and just so, sort of figure out what it is that I'm missing or what it could be that the general public is missing whenever we're sort of looking at this stuff. So the first thing right off the top is, is Nick Chubb. Um, I, I, I like right. I, I like Nick Chubb better than Alvin Kamara right now. I like it better than Derrick Henry and better than Aaron Jones, just because I don't think there's going to be any Kareem hunt next year in, in Cleveland. I think it's too much. You liked too, him more than Derrick Henry. Yeah, I do. Hmm. Do you think that Derrick, I mean, I, for one, I think Derrick Henry might hold out. I think that I mean he he wants to start out with ninety million bucks. I don't think the season he had this year could be anything like the season last year. I think eventually teams are just going to sell out to stack the box and try and try and just keep that guy from doing. what I mean, eventually you got to realize that he's an atomic weapon that you you really need to sell out to stop. And I really look it, Look, last year we were right. We had a bunch of Derrick Henry. Now he's being taken as like the pick 1.07, the 1.08. I think it's too high. And I think that Nick Chubb is a player who's going to be on an offense that I feel like Baker Mayfield, despite all of the recent <laughs> caruffle, that you know he, uh, that offense is going to take a step up. Just addition by subtraction with Freddie Kitchens. You know, Odell Beckham is still there. Jarvis Landry is still there. David Njoku can't continue to be such an absolute non-factor. Like, this thing's going to pick up a little bit, right? You know, it, it's a better coach. Like, it's, 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 it's year you two don't think with a lot that, of these You guys. don't think that, too, might mean that they rely less on Chubb? Why would they rely less on Chubb Be- before Kareem Hunt was even a part of this plan? Don't you remember how sick Nick Chubb looked in the receiving game? Yeah, before Nick I do. Before Kareem Hunt came in and fucked all that up, he, lo- he looked just, almost as he looked almost as sick as Derrick Henry. <laughs> my main question is: Do you do you not feel do you not feel, all right? So you feel more comfortable with Derrick Henry than Nick Chubb? 
I would I I like Derrick Henry more than if I had to choose right now going into the fantasy season, I would rather have Derrick Henry. Well, do you know what that do 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 you know what this goes to show? Pick 1.06 sucks. Hmm. It does because look at it, man. I mean, you feel comfortable with personally Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, Dalvin Cook. Then after that, you're choosing between Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones. All those guys feel about the same to me. I'd rather pick at 110, 111, and just take who's left. <laughs> well, who's left then? Kamara, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams. Joe Mixon, he's the dark horse for me there. Well, he's going to be the one who's, who's left. And Joe Mixon did go a little bit earlier than I would have expected, not so much earlier. That it I mean, if, if you're looking, if you're looking at players over the last quarter of the season, some of those picks make sense to me. Um, what a okay, all right. So hold on. What, what, some of what picks make sense to you? Some of the picks that you went later than you thought. I mean, went earlier than you thought they might than they should have. Okay. Well, we haven't got to any of those yet. Like I know. I'm just going off of what, what I saw in that. Okay. In that uh, snapshot. DeAndre Hopkins went later than I thought. He 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 didn't go to the second round. DeAndre Hopkins didn't have. I mean, he didn't have the year that we were expecting from him. There was definitely a period of time in the season where we were wondering what was going on with him. Do you disagree? I don't. Yeah, but I'm I'm not worried about DeAndre Hopkins, right? And I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think about people's mindsets going into that draft and what they might be thinking about. You know, taking DeAndre Hopkins a little bit later. Well, is DeAndre Hopkins still? Not, I mean, did 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 you not have similar concerns about say like Devontae Adams? I mean, you know. This year, well, he 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 wasn't necessarily, you know, he wasn't necessarily Mr. Consistent himself. DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins still finished in PPR. I mean, he, he finished his wide receiver six. I mean, him and Devontae Adams both. I guess it was a little bit disappointing for both. They each had 17, 17.7 fantasy points per game. Devontae Adams just played right. less games. Right. I feel like with Devontae Adams, I feel like because he played less games, so he wasn't on the field. DeAndre Hopkins was on the field. And still wasn't but, yielding. But, well, no, but the average points per game is just the same. It's seventeen point six versus seventeen point seven. I'm just, I'm just going, I'm just going, I'm just going optics and just like what people might be thinking going into that draft and why they might be thinking, you know, by be taking a little bit. I, when, later. At, at this point in time, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. No, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you that it's that it's strange. I'm just saying this might be why you might be seeing that. Why is, why is DJ Moore going later than I would have expected? I have, I have, I have DJ Moore penciled in as a player that you should be comfortable taking at the two, three turn. And people, I guess in this draft thought that was too early. I think people are maybe wondering about the quarterback situation there. Okay. That's fair enough. I, I think that these next two are pretty self-evident. And I, I I was thinking as this draft was going on, how the fuck did I slot Todd Gurley up this high? Um, but, you know, Todd Gurley went much later. So did Odell Beckham Jr. Um, well, those are, those are easy. 
Well, but yeah, but um, well, I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. Do you would if you 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 don't still think that you can consider him a back end wide receiver one coming in the next year? Yeah, a, a very. I'm back just going end. off of what people. You know, it's a what have you done for me lately kind of situation, and and people I think are a little bit scared of Beckham right now. Tell me about these guys. Just as far as we're talking now, we're getting into more of the. Let's see, we're getting into more of the. Uh, Kind of the fourth, early fourth round, late third round consideration here. Tell, late third, early fourth round consideration in a 12-team uh, half-point PPR. And you just tell me before we get into K.J. Hill, because I know you got to get out of here. i got to go pick up the kids. Um, James Conner is worry warranted. Ben, 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 ben Roethlisberger coming back, um, him having a year to get healthy. Is it is the worry warranted for him to fall further than that three four turn which, where I had him pegged? It's I don't think. So. I mean, not for me personally, but again, I could see how people could be wary of James Conner. Well, just that running. It seemed like the, you know they were playing musical chairs there for a while, and just the way that he came on was kind of suspect in the first place. I feel like maybe people think he's maybe like a one-year wonder. Um, I so I can, underst- I, I can understand that. So what about – I know you haven't done your – started on your running backs yet, but I know you've watched a little bit of college football. Jonathan Taylor, probably the running back one for mm-hmm. rookie drafts. I had him like four or five. Do you think – I think for this one, this was one where we had to – that we had to just put in placeholders and declare rookies. So I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the rookies out. I think if the rookies would have been there in the draft room, they would have gone at more of the times that I, that I would have thought. Um, so how about carry on Johnson um, going a lot later than I figured. I'm interested, I'm interested to hear your take on this. I had him penciled in at like the four or five turn and he didn't go until closer to the end of the fifth round, close to the sixth. That's too late. Yeah, I think it might be another situation where people worried about the quarterback situation there. Why? Just because they're talking about trading? Uh, I mean, Bob well, Quinn my, came out my, today. One of my one of my good buddies is a big Detroit Lions fan, is and is from that area, and he and he and he pays attention to a lot of the a lot of the news coming out of there, and he thinks that there's a possibility that Stafford might hire that his back is worse than you know is being let on. And that he, I mean, there's actually a possibility Stafford might. Oh, fucking trap. This is, yeah. this is a friend of yours just speculating and we're treating it like that's, that should affect. ADP. No, he's not, spe- he's not speculating. He just, he pays attention to a lot of the, to a lot of the news, to a lot of the reporting that comes out of Detroit. Um, he's, I mean, he's the definition of a, of a homer. So he, he's, he's paying attention to that wire. And there's a, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of scuttlebutt about, Stafford being more injured than is being led on. All right. So before we get to KJ Hill and Prochet quickly, I just want to go over a few of these guys that went earlier than I expected. These were players that I had pegged to go more towards the late sixth, early seventh round that ended up going earlier. You just tell me whether or not you think it's right that they went earlier, whether you think it's an anomaly they went earlier, or whether you think we should split the difference. Okay. Okay. Darius guys. Uh, I Redskins can't see running back right now, but he he went, you were saying he went earlier than you thought he should have, right? 
Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can share the screen again if, 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 yeah, that'd be if great. Like. So Darius guys. I think, I mean, I'm rooting for the kid. So I, 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 I'm, I think he went probably where he should go. Okay. Philip, Philip Lindsay. I think even, again, even with the, the news that we got from 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 Broncos insiders at the at the Senior Bowl that Royce Freeman was finally going to get a little bit more involved this year, I need to see it to believe it. What this is the one that I, I mean, this is the one that I need to move up is Damian Williams, right? He belongs more up there in this kind of more in the this territory. These guys that because he went right in here, right? Right. That's well, probably not where he should go. I'm I'm guessing too. Like a lot of people are just are probably paying attention to how he did in the in the playoffs and are basing a lot of you know his preseason rankings based off of that. So I actually think I don't. I mean I'm fine with him being a little bit later. I I mean I'm I'm a little bit indifferent on moving him up, but I'll leave that to your discretion. What about what about Raheem? What about Raheem Mostert? That just feels like a one year kind of deal to me, doesn't it? It's well, going to be a, next. He year. was a, he was a journeyman. He was so good. No, but he was he's been just so good during. I mean, for preseason, for you know, I mean, yeah. he's shown that that he can like he's got juice. But I just, I don't. I mean. I, I thought I had him kind of priced in kind of aggressively, putting him in here with the David Montgomery's here. I, and I, I need to make a note that Devonte Freeman needs to move down. Um, he yeah. was taken <laughs> right. He, he, well, he, he was actually taken right about here. I, I didn't put any, any color on him. And I was very painstaking about this, you know? Right. Um, I mean, I, I like most. I mean, like I'm probably going to take, I'm going to take most of before Tyler Boyd. Okay, so these guys over here that went earlier, the Tyler Lockett's, the DJ Sharks, the Tyler Boyd's. I mean, are there any players up here like the Stephon Diggs's of the world, the Devontae Parkers, the Robert Woods, the DK Metcalfs, um, Debo, Calvin Ridley? Out of the out of that tier, you can even put Cooper Cup. Let, let's say let's put Cooper Cup in that tier. So Cooper Cup, yeah. Stephon Diggs, Devontae Parker, Robert Woods, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, Debo Samuel. Do Tyler Lockett, DJ Chark, or Tyler Boyd, or even Terry McLaurin, do they belong there in that area where you would be taking them uh, early sixth, late fifth? Maybe, maybe a DJ Chark if he if he can if he can produce anything like he did for a good clip a last season. Yeah. I could see Chark, Chark up there. Okay, so I'll make an. So I've made notes about Chark, and then what about uh, finally? I think Terry. Mc, I think Terry McLaurin should be higher. Okay, I think so. Well, I mean, clearly, I'm gonna clearly, I'm I'm making changes here due to this because it was a sharp draft. I, I, I we don't have that much sample to go on. I've been going on like the the ADPs of the best ball team contest where there's literally been I I I just got finished trash man with 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 best ball ten num, number three <laughs> literally it was the it was the third one of the season um, and I think in the FFPC stuff there was like fifty of them that I was going on and that stuff I even had to mess with it a little bit because that's one point five point tight end uh, premium PPR but how about this do you think it's you- odd go go ahead. 
Well, I was wondering about you, Kareem Hunt. Is that is that a speculative position? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna go okay. somewhere like Tampa, and he's gonna fucking tear shit up. It's just it ain't, gonna, it, ain't, it ain't gonna be in Cleveland. Cleveland's not Cleveland. Done ain't, ain't, ain't gonna want you. You have to pay him this time. They, they got him last year for one year, one point one million. Now, I, now I know he's restricted, but I, I don't. I don't think they're they're gonna be able to match any sort of. They're gonna match any kind of tender for Kareem fucking Hunt. He's running around there fucking with open bottles of vodka. They have Nick <laughs> Chubb. They brought they, dude. They brought him in because it was a John Dorsey thing, right? Yeah. It's like it's not. He's. I think. I, I think he's gone. What about Mark Andrews going after Darren Waller? I mean, do I just have these two mixed up? I. I, I think they're. I think they're really close. I think they're really close. I have to imagine though that Darren Waller won't be the I think Oakland's gonna get a good receiver. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think no, they're gonna I, rely I, yeah, on, so on Waller like they did this past season. Our, so we, got, okay uh, we got our boy Alan Seslowski here on I guess the YouTube chat saying James Conner feels like a huge value. He just went nine point two in a dynasty in a superflex. Well so a, a superflex dynasty startup so I can I can see that he would never fall yeah. in, anywhere near that at 2020 redraft. But thanks for tuning in, Alan. We appreciate it, brother. Again, if you guys are watching us on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, any of that stuff, please go subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen. We greatly appreciate it. Um, all right, trash me. Let's talk about KJ Hill, uh, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. As we round out the the uh, kind of breakdowns of these dudes, we saw at the Senior Bowl, KJ Hill is six feet tall 192 pounds he has a 29 inch arm a nine inch hand born september 15th 1996 which would make him 23 for only about a week of his uh, first nfl season then he'll be turning 24 so another one of these older guys kind of like a van jefferson which is interesting because of all the guys at the senior bowl kj hill maybe might have reminded me most of van jefferson just with a little extra something there to him 21 percent market share of team uh, receptions uh, in 2019, a 17% market share of team receiving yards and a 21% market share of team receiving touchdowns. But if you look back to last season in 2018, actually double the catches of, uh, of, of, of Terry McLaurin. So th- there, there've always been good players there. You always have trouble with these guys um, at Ohio state because there's just so much competition for, for touches and stuff like that. But the one thing about KJ Hill is that he was constantly, constantly getting open during one-on-one drills of the senior bowl. It was just like, I tweeted out death taxes and KJ Hill's open. Um, I actually, we have another one of these highlight reels from, uh, from um, uh, our friend, Brad Kelly. He put on all the senior bowl reps there for the, for, KJ Hill. So um, I'll pull that up and trash me. You can just talk about what it is that you like about him again, hat tip to, uh, uh, to Brad Kelly for these senior bowl reps. And as you can see, uh, if you guys listen on the podcast, you can go and watch it on YouTube, rosterwatch.com backslash YouTube, or just type in KJ Hill uh, senior bowl. And you can find Brad Kelly's video, but he just, he finds all kinds of different ways to get open. Um, Really good stemming off the line of scrimmage. Not as as you said, trash man. Not very physical at the line of scrimmage, 
But the way that he uses his feet and his stems right there at the line to get off and get dudes off of their spot, get them off platform right at the, like that, get just right yeah. at the very beginning, he throws guys for a loop pretty easily with really good footwork. Like, I mean, it's, it's really, really consistent the way that he can stem at the line like, like this. Uh, what do you think about him? Uh, your comp, your comp was Jar- Jarvis Landry, which was funny because that was my comp, comp too. It's also his own comp for himself, which is why I like it. Uh, what did you, what did what did you see in KJ Hill? I saw someone who, like you said, he 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 wasn't he, like a he wasn't he's not a physical that physical a player, but he's got great footwork and he's got great body control. He can turn on a dime. and I just think you know those inside routes, which I think he's most adept at. I think he's I think I think he projects to be a slot guy on the next level. Uh, he's somebody who can get open kind of at will, but I think. If he does face the press, I, I think he's going to have a lot less success. I think he was able to avoid that <laughs> for the most part at Ohio State, and he's got he's got super sticky hands. He's got I'd say elite hands, and he's one of the best route runners that I've evaluated up to this point. And I mean, the proof is in the pudding. He had at least um, was it catches um, in his last three seasons. And he caught forty. He caught at least a pass in nine consecutive games to end his at Ohio State. So I think he's somebody who's going to be able to produce. I think he's going to be a PPR special. I don't see him being someone who necessarily scores a lot on the next level. Although he did get ten touchdowns, I believe his last season at Ohio State. I think he's going to be a PPR guy, a guy who's going to be reliable, a guy who's going to be a high floor guy. I don't see him being necessarily a high ceiling guy, but I think he's a safe, a safe, a safe fantasy player. I I, I like him. I think he's like a mid round dynasty kind of like just a lock for you know if you play in a PPR dynasty league. I think that I would not feel bad getting to the early third round and taking a guy like KJ Hill. I mean, it's, it, it, it'll be landing spot dependent, right? But yeah. he he re- like he has a he has a really unique ability to get open, man. He like he can do it in all kinds of different ways. He, I I agree with Trash Man. Not the not the most physical, but I mean, PFF did have him graded with I believe 30, 31 of eight tackles over the course of the last three years. So even if it's not you know huge physicality that he does it with he's got those feet man i mean you you can just see it you go go watch those senior bowl reps you can see the way he stems at the line those feet like those actions those those motions they they translate at the at, at in the open field and and with the ability to evade tacklers so kj hill is a guy that i have ranked out of the guys i've done so far i mean he, we haven't done any juniors well, one thing yet, one if, well, I was going to say sorry. one thing. I, I one thing I really liked was that he maintained his production at Ohio State despite playing with numerous quarterbacks there. Right, and he, he fell off a cliff whenever Dwayne Haskins left. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of those guys did, right? But it's yeah. um, it's he was still still deep. I mean, still. I mean, from like from our production, like from our production scores. Yeah, it's not the best. He 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 was at a point two zero as far as his uh as far as his college production coefficient, which is. I mean, one of the worst of the guys that we evaluate, the, the only one who had a worse that one that we've evaluated just from a, a team specific context is Van Jefferson. So, uh, yeah, the 2019 was pretty, pretty tough. I mean, these other guys like Brian Edwards, Brandon Ayuk, 
Denzel Mims, Michael Pittman, all these guys that are more like 0. 0.30, sort of like 30 percenters, uh, you know, a tw- you know, 20 percent is pretty bad. I mean, even Devin Duvernay is a 33 percenter. Juwan yeah. Jennings, a 35 percenter. Um, Colin Johnson, who missed most of the season, was a 25 percenter. So, look, I, I, I you can worry a little bit about a little bit about it. But then again, you also ju- it's just the Ohio State rule. And it's also the fact, dude, this guy I mean, double the catches in Terry McLaurin's senior season as Terry McLaurin. So, yeah. And I just seeing him live, which like he's he's he I believe he's my number five senior as of now. And I, yeah, that's um, what it looks like. I I whether I stick by that, I'm not sure. Me Life World asks in the YouTube comments how many wide receivers go in the first two days of the draft. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll know better once we get them all done. I, if I were to take a guess right now and give an over under, I'd say 16. It's going to be a ton of them. It's going to be a ton of them in the first hundred picks. Um, all right. Let's talk about James Prochet from SMU. Obviously, the next in a long line. I guess not that long a line, but it's pretty good receivers coming out of SMU lately. Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Trey Quinn. Now we get James Prochet, 5'10 and 5'8, 196 pounds, mm-hmm. 30 and 1 eighth inch arms, um, 9 and 5 eighth inch hands. Uh, I mean, 111 catches last year for the for these guys. I mean, super, super efficient as far as that's concerned. A, a guy who works with our good friend, Coach Coach D. Rob. He's been working with Coach D. Rob, David Robinson at Always Open there in the Dallas area since he's in about eighth grade. That's about when I first started seeing James Prochet. It was awesome to see him at the see him at the Senior Bowl um, and see the, uh, see all of his his hard work sort of you know paying paying off for him he is uh he he's gonna he he he's gonna kill the short shuttle he's gonna kill the three cone he's not gonna run his 40 worth of shit he just he 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 just isn't uh again brad 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 he kelly reminded- put up, brad kelly put up all of his reps so let me put up his reps from the senior bowl here while we're talking and trash man you could tell me who he reminds you of well he reminded me a little bit of KJ Hill, not as polished, but I think kind of that same kind of, you know, ex- explosive movement. And I just, you know, I'm watching his college tape. He's got that dog in him. He's got, a, he's got a lot of fight in him. He's a more aggressive, you know, smaller receiver than a KJ Hill, but he's not as polished. I don't think he's not mm-hmm. as, he's not a sharper route runner, but I like his aggression like his comp to me was like I mean I'm thinking like Brandon Cooks type type of player. Nowhere, no, 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 because he can't be a Cooks because Cooks is just so fast and Prochet's slow. Prochet's gonna run a four five. I mean, for his size, he he's Prochet's gonna run like a four five something. Brandon Cooks, you is think a four, so? Three. Yeah, yeah. I, like it, it, he has he he has trouble separating deep. He has trouble getting open deep. Whereas that was Brandon Cooks' calling card. I can understand what you mean in certain aspects of his game, but yeah. I just think that the biggest aspect of Cooks' game when he, when, he, when he was coming out was that he was going to burn you deep, and that's just not anything that James Prochet can do. Look, but look at his feet. He, he has nifty feet there in, 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 the, in, the, in the small spaces. Yeah. I just, mean, to me, it was, it was his small space kind of behavior and just like him kind of like jumping and running through guys, getting the contested catch that I liked. 
did you think that did you think that he was comparable as far as a prospect to 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 KJ Hill? Is that like, I mean, I don't have him ranked particularly close just because the whole week I, of the Senior Bowl. KJ, I think Hill. KJ KJ Hill's a better route runner for sure. Well, so how do you have these two guys stacked up? I have KJ Hill in, in front of James Prochet at this point. I I, I want to see. I want I, I want to see maybe a little bit more tape on to talk to see this um, his open field, right? Because what I saw like some of the outs that he ran, he seemed to get open deep fairly easily. But his maybe- tape his 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 tape is better than his performance was at the Senior Bowl. I'll okay. say, that, and 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 he's and he's going to get overdrafted, I think, because of the way. Because here's the thing, the 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 quarterbacks the the quarterbacks that weren't good on his on his team and i forget which one it was i think it was uh shea patterson and i I forget the other guy the guys that the guys that weren't uh jordan love they would always throw it to prochet because he was always open underneath you know so like he would get peppered during these team drills patterson and gordon uh shea patterson Patterson and gordon Gordon. yeah gordon gordon um i think he was on that squad but the uh the um the those guys, love was the love was the one that had the balls to push it down the down the field, whereas those guys would just look for these safe underneath outlet stuff. And so everybody in the stands was like, "Holy shit, James Prochet! He's like, <laughs> he's taking over. Look, look at him. He's all over the place." Whereas I was just like, "Well, they're just doing that because they can't push the ball down the football field to these guys." Hmm. So I think Prochet could get overdrafted. I, th- I do. You've already heard Patriots Twitter talk about him. And yeah. look, I have I have no doubt in the world. That we're working with Coach D. Rob, working with Coach Margin Hooks at Sky's the Limit, working with some of these guys in the skill specific training, he is going to kill his three cone. And if we know one thing, it's that the New England Patriots need to draft wide receivers. And the New England Patriots, before they look at anything else, look at the three cone. <laughs> he he looks fast on tape. I, I but if you're saying that he's going to run, you said a four or five. Yeah. Okay. Anything faster, I, w- I will be stunned. Huh. If he if if he wants anything faster than a four or five trash man, I think you should drink a whole gallon of rotten milk. <laughs> I don't Deal. drink much milk at all at all in, in any in any in any case. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 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 Hero